Episode two of Tisha Talks, a podcast for badass entrepreneurs and aspiring visionary business builders. I'm your host, Tisha Doriana, and today I will be starting to share my story in its entirety without fear. So today actually marks one year since officially resigning from my previous company to start all over. Today also marks one year with my new company that I absolutely love. If you know me, I'm an optimist, and I'd prefer to just celebrate my one-year mark today rather than focus on it being one year since leaving. However, the circumstances are very different right now because I'm honestly just not even sure if I should feel happy or sad. Like, leading up to this day, it was a bit emotional for me because I'm feeling this huge weight lifted off my shoulders, yet I still feel this weight of having to share my story with the world. And here you are listening right now. And when I made a post five days ago announcing that I'll be spilling it all out there, I'll be honest with you, I had no idea what I was all going to share. I thought about filming a YouTube video, but then I was like, "Uh, what if I just get all stressed out in the moment and I break down? Like, I don't know, a bunch of things ran through my head. I thought maybe a blog post, but then I remembered that my website isn't even on right now. So, well, I don't want to figure out how to do that. I even thought about formulating an email that people could opt into, but then I had to like make a form and yeah, I don't know. I, it just wasn't really adding up. None of these made sense. And then it hit me. I needed to share this story through a podcast episode and I knew it wasn't going to be on my unwrapped leader platform because this one was pretty personal to me. And I didn't feel right grouping this story to my business partner, Dracy, because I don't know how the outside world will react. You might hate my story. You might love it. Either way, I'm going to share it. And I'm not sure what the best approach is, but I do know that I'm a writer at heart. I love to write and I can express my emotions and feelings best when I'm writing. So I've been writing like a crazy person the last couple of days. I sat in silence and I simply just wrote because that's what I'm great at. I was up past 2 a.m. the other night because I had so much in my brain that I just needed to dump out. And 2 a.m. seems to be like my prime hour. So I don't know if uh, any of the listeners out there are feeling that. Like, how come my prime hour is at the dumbest time? Like, can I just be sleeping? But no. So I hope that I answered all your questions here and especially the ones that I've just been asked over and over again. And the truth is, I was threatened by the company for them to take legal action if I didn't abide by the policies I signed off on. We'll dive into that, but the focus on this story is to simply just share my journey with you. The good, the bad, and the ugly parts. My intentions are to inform and educate others who may be in a similar position to where I was, and also just to bring light to a major issue that I see with traditional MLM companies. And whether you are currently in one or not, I am not attacking you. So let's just make that clear. There's still things that I admire about them. 
I'm not out for blood. I'm not out to bash any particular company. I'm simply just speaking my truth today. And I hope that you can all respect that. We need to bring more honesty and professionalism to the network marketing industry. And I intend on making a footprint with this episode. So the easy answer to all of this is that I took a good, hard, long look at the position I was currently in with my previous company. I looked at the energy, the focus, and time I put into it. I looked at the income I was bringing in. I looked at the likelihood of my team members reaching their goals and dreams that they aspired to achieve. I looked at my daily practices and how I felt about leading my team within that company. But the truth was, I no longer felt aligned with where I was. I knew I wasn't being compensated fairly for the amount of work I put into this business. I knew that I was struggling at the high level that I was at there. So how could I go on to sell a vision to my team and push them to keep dreaming when I was barely making it myself? And I'm not talking income. I'm talking how I felt personally, burned out, exhausted, feeling like I was working so hard and not moving. The truth was, I wasn't happy and I couldn't keep giving my team false hope. I know I said I made the decision for me and my family, but ultimately, the decision was for you too. I could no longer lead with integrity in a position that I was in. But how could I ever leave? Like leaving my full-time income, my incredible team, the relationships I've created with numerous other leaders that I have so much respect for still today. And even the customers I've acquired over the past five years, like it just didn't make sense. But something clearly happened because I ended up leaving to start all over. I told you guys it was a business decision for me and my family, and that's all true. But the truth is a lot bigger than what was told. And I'm sure you're all wondering what that was. So I'm going to take you all back to the very beginning to kind of make my concept here. And I hope that's okay with you. So from the beginning, over six years ago, I joined my first network marketing company as a kidnapper. If you're not sure what that is, it's essentially joining a company just to get a great kit of products at a discount. And after hosting an in-home party, I absolutely loved the product. So it was a no-brainer to get started. When I was asked, I was like, yeah, let's do it right? Like I didn't have any intention of actually having a business. I just saw the discounts I could get on the products and the kit was awesome. So, I mean, what's the worst case scenario? I end up hating it and I just don't sell anything. Easy done. My leader challenged me to complete some tasks during my first 30 days. And I just was not shy to competition. I wanted to hit all the goals, earn all the free product that I could. So little steps out of my comfort zone got me achieving all these goals. And then I found myself starting to bring in some decent cash. Like as a broke university student with student loans and no job, a few hundred dollars felt amazing. It actually started feeding my sushi addiction. And if you know me well, you already know I'm eating sushi once a week minimum. <laughs> so this was feeding the sushi addiction. And then six months go by. And I've made enough money to afford to pay my tuition for the following semester in school. And I thought, 
this is wild. I even started to have people come to me wanting to be part of what I'm doing. So I started to build a team naturally without even trying. Listen, when I got started, I only knew two things. I knew that I loved the product and I knew that I wanted to share it with others. That's it. That's all. So there I found myself starting to build my very own team. Then I approached my final teaching practicum. I was in school at the time for an elementary teacher and I was faced with some of the biggest challenges ever. And I'll save you all the details of that story for today, but just know that it took a toll on my mental health. And I knew then and there that teaching was not going to be my final destination. I worked fucking hard to make my little business work because it was the only thing keeping me sane and excited about life. Long story short, I never went into teaching full-time after graduating. I actually was subbing for a year and then COVID hit. I was getting paid EI by the government since I could no longer work as a sub because schools closed down, which was quite convenient if you ask me. I already hated it. And in that precious time where I was getting paid, not having to go teach, I hustled my ass off to make my side gig full-time, and I did it. I never went back to teaching. I fell in love with the network marketing industry. So now that I've decided that network marketing is essentially going to be my career path, I had a lot more to learn. I attended conferences, webinars. I read blogs and books every day. I listened to a million podcasts. I even spent tens of thousands of dollars hiring one-on-one mentorship from experts in the space, and ultimately ended up creating my own brand. I wrote and published a leadership book with my business partner, Dracy Dewar. It's called The Unwrapped Leader. You guys may already know that. I created a digital course. Um, I got hired to speak and train at company conferences, not just my own personal company, but other companies as well. And my vision was clear for once in my life. I was meant to help people find their happiness, and live a fulfilled lifestyle no matter what that looked like. My mindset completely changed on everything. I started focusing on the things I could control. I started seeing the good in everyone. I stopped judging people based on one or two factors I heard about them. I learned that you will never know a person's full story, so never prejudge. Learn to form your own opinion based on your personal interactions with people. Essentially, I was becoming an unwrapped leader, something that I define as a courageous person who inspires, motivates, and empowers others to step outside their comfort zone to become the best version of themselves. They are willing to step up and stand out no matter the challenge and lead the way. And I freaking love that. The unwrapped leader is a brand I'm so incredibly proud of and a term that myself and Dracy coined two years ago now, or maybe it was three years ago. I don't even remember, but I am a completely different person than I was five years ago. And I'm sure most of us are. We continue to evolve each and every year. And I was at a conference in Kelowna several months ago, and I heard this quote from a top leader in my current company. She said, you are a new person every five years. Hell yeah, you are. And if you don't think that you are, I think you're just not taking enough risks or chasing your dreams. So I believe that quote to be true. I started my first network marketing business in November of 2017. I resigned a year ago today. So if the math is mathin', that's looking like a five plus year gap. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Well, if you're not, 
I'm a new person now than I was when I started my first network marketing company over five years ago. I didn't know what I know now. I'm more aware of how the model works and how to be successful in a business like this. I still fucking love this industry and more than ever. But that doesn't mean there aren't dangers like any industry out there. So let's dive into my official breakup with traditional MLMs. So with my passion for helping others came my drive and grit to reach new heights. I was at the point where I was five years into my previous business. I was one of four members who earned my spot three years in a row in the most prestigious club called the President's Club. I had earned four VIP incentive trips. I broke six company records, both for sales and recruiting. I was named my company's top recruiter for two years in a row. I was recognized for top five in company sales for four years in a row. And I had a top five team volume in my final three years. It felt so good. I started at zero as a kidnapper and look how far I've come. I was so freaking proud of myself, but something was still really off. Although I achieved all the accolades and business recognition awards, I still felt unfulfilled. But don't get me wrong, at the peak, I was freaking ecstatic. But the more I came to terms with what I was really doing to hit those ranks and to be considered successful, I actually felt really lonely. I was so upset with myself that I was still not at the top rank of my company. How come no one in my country has ever hit the top rank of my previous company? How come the two people to ever hit the top rank in my previous company have now left? How can I work this hard and receive all of these awards, but still feel stuck? And I didn't know how to get unstuck. These are all just thoughts that ran through my head. I fucking struggled for months feeling this way. I felt burned out and exhausted, but I still managed because I loved it. Even though I felt the way I did, there was something keeping me. But it really hit me when I started to hear the same things that I was feeling start to come from my team. I felt sad and sorry and had a moment where I wondered if I just wasn't good enough. Why wasn't my team winning the way that I was? Why aren't they making full-time incomes and feeling the relief that I felt when I could finally leave my teaching job? And then it hit me. I had no one to look up to in leadership in that company. I didn't have an upline leader to guide me. I was teaching and training my team so much and I was no longer learning the next steps to reach my next level. I felt alone. Even though I had friends that I had made, other leaders that I trusted, I felt like I was running alone. I started to question the model and how it was set up. And I came to the conclusion that I must be in a broken model. At this point, I still was not considering leaving. Ain't that crazy? I loved my team. I loved the friends I've made in this industry and this company. And I loved the products. I loved my customers. I loved the income I was bringing in. How the hell could I leave that all behind me to start over? Like I simply couldn't, I'm not a quitter. And I said that over and over again, I'm not a quitter. Why are you making excuses? Just stick with it. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the typical MLM business model. 
Typically, you have to sell and recruit in order to max out a compensation plan. Typically, majority of sales will come from the distributors themselves. Why, you might ask? Well, because majority of people will join for the discount or to get a good deal on the kit. It's called a self-consumption model. And if you ask me, that's like the easiest way to recruit. Join for the discount. Join and get this awesome kit. If you decide to sell, awesome. If not, no worries. That's what I was taught. You invite people to join for the discount and to share with their friends and family. And then, and then some start to love it and want to work harder and make more money. But here's the thing. A majority of people who join for a discount and don't give a damn about the policies and procedures, like seriously, I don't think I know a single person who joins for the discount and reads all the rules before starting. But the problem with this formula is that when people start to get really great at this whole sales and recruiting thing and start to grow their minds and teams, a shift sometimes needs to happen in order to continue growing. We need to evolve. I mean, it's totally normal to change jobs multiple times in your lifetime, right? People get fired. People get promoted. People change jobs all the time. But in this industry, unfortunately, there are consequences for choosing to grow and shift. Consequences like threats of lawsuits, like rumor spreading, and losing friends for making a decision that was best for me and my family. And let me reiterate a decision I also made for you. My team, my customers, my friends. In fact, I think majority of people actually choose to stay stuck or give up on the industry completely because they don't see a way out. I actually had someone reach out to me and told me she felt stuck, but she just couldn't leave because of her team. I fucking felt this so hard. That was me in a moment of time. I remember sitting on the couch in my living room telling Ryan that how could I leave because of my team? And this is in the moment where I was kind of considering looking at something else, but I just wasn't sure. And I remember this. I will forever remember this memory because he looked at me and he was like, Tisha, fuck your team. And I know that sounds a little harsh. Like I don't actually, I would never say that or, you know, say that to my team. But like what he meant by it is, he started saying after that, he's like, fuck your team. He's like, when are you going to choose you? When are you going to choose your family? When are you going to prioritize your happiness and fulfillment and growth before other people? And then that's what fucking hit me. And I started bawling. I'm literally just getting emotional talking about it right now because I can remember that moment that he said that. And at first I'm like, oh, like, holy shit, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it that way. But then what followed it was what really hit me. When are you going to choose yourself? The truth was making a shift is not quitting. And that's when I came to that conclusion. And leaving a team that you no longer think you could lead with integrity is not a negative reflection of you. In fact, I say it makes you a good person to stick true to your values and chase your dreams. The universe presented me the exact thing I needed to see in the exact moment I needed it. And this was my official breakup with traditional MLM companies. I was always so closed off to other options. Like no matter how crappy I felt about myself or my business, 
if someone messaged me about joining their company, I wouldn't even give them the time of day to respond most times, right? And I feel like as network marketers, we get upset when we send a message and we're like, oh my God, we got ghosted. Like here I am doing the same thing to people, right? That was my mindset. Like, no, I'm never going to leave my company. Like, look at me, look where I am. Like I could never go somewhere else and start over. But clearly something happened because I'm a whole ass year in my new company and I've never been happier. So here's what sparked my interest in taking a look at other options in the first place. It was a freaking Instagram reel. <laughs> like I came across a reel of a woman who reminded me so much of me. The hook that caught my attention in the video said, I left my business of five years and it was totally worth it. And being someone who was also in my business for five years, I was intrigued. So I read the caption and everything she wrote just kind of hit home. It made me emotional reading it because I felt like she was telling my story. So I reached out. I asked her a million questions. I studied the shit out of that compensation plan. And then I went on to study the shit out of several other compensation plans because I'm like, I'm not just looking at this one. Now I need to know like everything. And I got on a call with the top distributor in the company. It wasn't the person's reel that I came across. I talked to her, aligned with her, but then her upline was the top distributor in the company. I got a call. I got on a call with him. I got on a call with the Canadian general manager. I spent a week reviewing everything and I was blown away at how advanced and incredible the model is for an average person to come in and win. I didn't want to wait. So I took a week to get my ducks in a row. I cried a lot. I threw myself a pity party. I resigned with my company. And then I signed up the minute after sending off that email. I realized that I actually wasn't starting over because I am a different person than I was five years ago. I've learned so much and come so far. I now knew exactly what I wanted for myself. I knew I wanted to be compensated fairly. I knew I didn't want to hound customers to host parties for me. I knew I didn't want another large downline of people who struggled to hit their goals. I knew that I didn't want to push my team to recruit if they didn't want to. I knew that I no longer wanted to recruit people to join for a discount. It's honestly just so stupid. I knew I wanted to have someone look up to and work alongside so that I didn't feel alone. I knew that the skills I've developed over the past five years would propel me in anything new that I chose to start. So I knew that I was ready to jump in with both feet and friggin' launch. And in my first month, I doubled what I was doing in my last six months with my previous company with a fraction of the team next to me. We're comparing a 250 person downline to a 15 to 20 person downline after my first month. And I'm not saying that's normal or the standard, but what I will say is that I was finally being compensated for the work I put into the business and I put in the work. I couldn't believe that this model existed and I was just so closed off to taking a look. But the point is I wasn't starting over. I was starting fresh, knowing exactly the type of leader I was going to be to my future downline. No one is stuck. You just need to build up your courage to admit the real problem and take control of your life and to choose yourself. Unfortunately, this is only the tip of the iceberg, friends. And so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be doing a part two. And I'm going to really dive into what happened after I resigned. I'm going to cover the threats of lawsuits, the rumors that circulated, losing friends. And I know you probably still have so many questions. I promise not to leave you hanging too long until the next episode. And I just really hope this episode was informative, educational, and gave you a lot to think about. 
Um, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to another episode of Tisha Talks. You can follow me over on Instagram or Facebook, just at Tisha Doriana on all the platforms. And I will catch you on next, uh, on the next episode. So go be fucking amazing. Yeah.